and Sex and Sensuality, the podcast, where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. We are here every Monday night at 9 p.m. chatting about tantalizing topics that most won't dare say aloud. Hello, hello, and welcome to Sex and Sensuality, the podcast where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. I hope you all are having a wonderful evening. Thank you for joining. I am Miss Mika Nicole, and I have my lovely co-host, Miss Gigi. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. You got that nice raspy voice going on right now. (laughs) I know, right? Look at that late night, early morning voice. (laughs) (laughs) Sexy, sexy. Thank you. So today we are talking about blended families. You know, we're kind of picking back off of last week's episode where we discussed, is it father's obligation or father's or courtesy for him to take care of a mom's other kids? Mm-hmm. If he has one child with her, they're no longer together and now is taking care of his kids. and Should he also take care of her other kids who are by different fathers, whether he was in the picture long term or short term, you know, is he obligated? So that was a great episode. I hope you all Mm -hmm. had an opportunity to listen to that. At this time, I know we have not been doing our lives on Tuesday nights, but we are coming back this Tuesday night with our lives. Don't worry. We've been dealing with a few technical issues, but we will be back on Tuesday, okay? And we're going to discuss that and a few other topics we've had. We're just going to roll them all into one. So we want to hear your thoughts. And that is on Facebook Live on M. Nicole Counselor Facebook page, okay? All right. So let's get started, girl. I was just talking about allowing kids so like guys when you marry someone new or your ex marries someone new and now your children or your child has to adjust to having another parent and what I've seen is that a lot of moms have a hard time with the new stepmom role in their child mm-hmm. or children's life and they can try to make it difficult sometimes like I don't want her doing his her hair or I don't want her buying him clothes and or buying her clothes I don't want them calling her mom and all this other kind of stuff so let's start there Gigi okay what are your thoughts about the the children calling the other parent, the step-parent, mom or dad? Let me tell you something. I think it should be left up to the child and their comfortability. Of course, it needs to be a conversation with the adults and longevity. I think someone just coming into a child's life, no. But if this is a step-parent that is married to father or mother and they're there and they're co-parenting, then I think it needs to be up to the child. In reference to my children, when my ex-husband and I separated and got divorced and he remarried, the kids, I remember the first time I heard them say, Mama Steph, and I was like, hmm, 
it kind of took me aback because he and I never had that conversation and the kids never said anything to me. But then I had to think about it. It did throw me, but I wasn't offended because of course, you know, they spend a lot of time with her. And then because she had a child of her own, it only made sense. Kids sometimes fall into comfortability, right? And they don't want to feel like outsiders. So if that child that's that they're always around is calling their mother, mom, then for them, they feel, I want to feel a part of. So they might fall into that role. So I allowed the kids, you know, when I first heard it and I said, I asked them, you know, how do y'all feel? You know, I heard you used to call her mom and stuff. They were like, are you upset, mommy? I was like, no, I just want to make sure that you're okay. And I want you to know that I'm okay with it. It doesn't take away from who I am in your life. I know I'm your mother, but I also know that she plays a mother role in your life when you're there with her. So allowing the kids to know that I was all right with that also gave them the freedom to say, to breathe and say, I don't want to hurt my mom or I don't want to hurt my dad in that, but I want to also be able to express how I feel about this other person that is helping raise me, right? So that communication with your children and your broken up parent is important. Now, on the other hand, there could be parents that kind of force that to happen, right? So in, in my grandchild's situation, she felt forced into it by another family member and it didn't come comfortably for her. And even to this day, you know, she says, I wish they would have just allowed it to naturally happen for me if that's what I felt, but it is what it is now. But I think that could have brought some kind of barrier between the two of them because things were forced on her in that relationship that I don't think was gradual in the way she wanted to move. Yeah, I think you made some good points. And and when you were talking, I was just thinking about my own childhood. So my dad married my stepmom and I think I was like maybe I mean he, he's been with her since I was like maybe five right five or six at the time and they're no longer together but they were together until I was maybe until maybe about four years ago and mm-hmm. my mom has never made it difficult for me to have a relationship with her I mean my stepmom taught me how to drive like uh-huh. I was closer to her than I was to my own dad. And I'm still very close to her. She's still considered my stepmom. I don't care if they aren't together. I've never called her mom. I've always called her by her name. But we also grew up non-traditional in my family. We called our family by our name. Say my mom. Because my mom was very young. She had me. So I call her by her name because that's what she wanted us to call her by. And then we called my grandma by her name. So Sometimes we call them mom and grandma and granny and stuff like that. But because we didn't grow up in that traditional sense, me calling my stepmom mom would have been kind of weird to me because we didn't grow up like that. But she's definitely like my other mom. I love her. She takes, you know, she's there for me. And even when we were talking the other day, I'm like, I can't believe you're dating. And so... She was like, yeah, I'm dating, you know. And I said, well, does he know you have a daughter? <laughs> and she's like, girl, yes, I told him all about you. <laughs> so we just have that relationship. But I could also say my mom never made it difficult for my stepmom to be a part of my life. She, right. most of the time, my dad would pick me up and I'm spending my most of my time with her. 
So mm-hmm. my mom never made it an issue. She didn't say, well, I can't believe you're not spending time with her. She just was like, you know, you're going to have to have your own opinion of your dad. You're going to have your own opinion of your stepmom. Mm-hmm. And I can't interfere with that relationship. So I agree with you. I think we have to allow our kids their own comfortable space to figure out their relationship with that step-parent. And that goes for what they want to call that step-parent because they may not want to call them mom or Mm -hmm. dad. And that step-parent also has to understand that it's not something offensive because it's not offensive. It shouldn't be offensive. It could be, this is just what they're comfortable with. And that's okay. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I often think about that. Well, I often think about it, but these two conversations over the last two shows made me think about what would I do like if me and Chase were together and I meet somebody else with kids how would I feel if they didn't call me mom I feel fine you don't gotta call me mom but I don't Mm -hmm. want it to be a difficult relationship with the kids and I don't want it to be a difficult relationship with the other mom right you know, because that's the that would be the issue. Mm-hmm. You know, how would this mom treat me? That's the part that would concern me more than anything. Because kids fall in line with that with that too. Yes, so I guess we can move on with that. If you, you know, I think the other parent has to make it easy for the child to transition to the new family. Yes, to build a bond with the new family. If you're not happy with your ex moving on with someone else, it's going to be really hard for that child to be happy because the child's going to be confused. Mm-hmm. Like, should I like her, you know, or like him? Because my mom doesn't like him, mm-hmm. you know, or my dad doesn't like him. So maybe I shouldn't like him either. And now they're caught in the middle of adult problems. Mm-hmm. And they pick up on energies, you know, mm-hmm. they feed off of whatever energy you're given. If you give off happiness and excitement, they're going to pick that up. If you pick up animosity and anger, they're going to pick that up too. So again, I think adults really need to put children first in their needs and their wants and their happiness, you know, just get over yourself and look at your child mm-hmm. and see what is going to make their life easier yeah so we'll talk about a few common problems right so let's say sometimes when you have blended families because this is really about blended families honestly how do we blend two families together and then on top of that how do we blend two families together but also blend that other parent into this blended family because At the end of the day, y'all are all family now. We have to understand that other people, if they're being nice and being kind and loving to your child, that child deserves that more love, additional love. And we shouldn't make it hard for that child to receive that love from that other Mm -hmm. family. There was a few issues where I seen a a guy get upset because the stepdad bought, bought his kids some shoes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why would you get mad because we find your, your child some shoes? I understand that's something you like to do for your child. But now he just has an extra pair of shoes. Right. 
That just sounds so petty. <laughs> it is so petty. And then there was another one where it was a big one too. It was on social media a few years ago where this lady got really upset because the stepmom took her daughter and had her hair done. And I get it because you, you want people to ask permission, right? But I think in a sense, like, why are we trying to control everything someone else does when it comes to our children? Is it because, are you doing this because you're really upset because she got her hair done or did she do a horrible no. job on the girl's hair? Or no. are you just feeling jealous? Jealous. That, it's that jealous. Mom, yeah, jealous. Jealous that that's that mom had time with your mm-hmm. daughter. Yeah, it's jealousy. I mean, I've been on that side too. Like my oldest son's father had a daughter when we got together and I used to go and get her. I literally would go get her without him because I always thought it was very important that she spent time with her father. And though he worked a lot, I said, he was like, oh, I can't go get her. I'm like, look, call her mother, tell her I'm coming. And I would go and get her. And when I would get her, I'd be like, oh my gosh, her hair wasn't done or the clothes were dirty. And and I would spend my money and take her to get her hair done, do all these things. And I remember my friend saying to me, oh, geez, you spend so much time and money doing more for her than her own mother does. And why are you doing that? Because she's here with me, right? And mm-hmm. I want her to experience good things. Maybe at this point, because her mother had a whole bunch of other kids that it wasn't for her to do, she couldn't do. And the money she got for child support was what she was using to provide for them. And I want to do because this is a little girl and she should have. So I just wish people would love children from their whole hearts. It doesn't matter whose child it is, right? It came from you or or someone else. That's it. Yeah. The children are innocent. I do think that in the case, I love that you were able to do that for her because it looks like that was something like she probably was happy you was able to do that because it's like, well, I can't do it, you know. But I do think that in a sense, I would want the other parents to come to me, you know, the step parents to come to me and talk to me about some things. Like, you know, you shouldn't just go put my daughter on birth control. You shouldn't just give my daughter condoms. Sexual things, you shouldn't just have those conversations with her without talking to me about it. Because those are things that a parent needs to know. And those are things adults should discuss in my opinion, should discuss about the child. And then y'all come to a, a decision. I don't think mm-hmm. those are things that that child, going to doctor's appointments, doing important things like that, those are things you need to talk to the other parent about. Right. About by your parent about. But I think little stuff like, oh yeah, I took her to get her hair done today. To me, unless you're cutting her hair, I don't feel like it's a bad thing. Now, if you're cutting her hair or perming her hair, she got natural hair. Now, those are different. Don't be doing that. Mm-hmm. But if you just right. want to go get her hair, beat it up or braid it up, that's fine. But when it comes to major life changes and life decisions, we need to have a discussion. Yes, of course. Those are things you talk to me about. You don't just go and put my daughter on breath control because you're trying to be <laughs> well, a friend I would hope to not. my daughter. <laughs> I would Girl, hope people not. People do that, though, because they be trying to be friends to the kids. So they'll yeah. do things to get on their side. So it's like, well, you could trust me. Oh, you want to talk to me about Mm-mm. that? You know, <laughs> those are things you shouldn't do. You shouldn't ever try to be that child's friend. That's not how you win their love. You are their parent at right. this point. When you exactly. marry that other 
that dad or that woman, you are now that child's parent. The sad part is a lot of adults don't know how to be parents. Regardless. Now that <laughs> is true. That is true too. And that is something we have to think about. So that's why it's important that we don't make the step parent the enemy. Mm-hmm. And I'm that type of person. Right? I need to talk to you. I want to get to know you because I need to know who's going to be around my child first and foremost. But secondly, I want to understand who's taking care of my child, but I also want to be able to give tips as necessary. I want to be able to talk to you and say, hey, my baby doesn't eat pork, you know, so Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that you're not feeding her pork or that you're not forcing her to eat pork. If she turns it down, I want you to understand that she's not turning it down because she dislikes your food. She's turning mm-hmm. down because these are things that we do not eat in our house. And these are things that she prefers not to eat. I wanted to be, we'd be able to have these conversations. Right. So I Again, it's the communication. Better. It's the communication. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the communication. Mm-hmm. So some common issues blended families experience are, one, it says children have a difficult time sharing parents. So that's like where two children maybe accustomed to sharing like their mother's love between them. Now they're having to share their mother's time and attention or their father's time and attention among two or three more kids. That mm-hmm. can be hard. Yeah, that can be hard. Yes, mm-hmm. most definitely. I um, I don't know if on my side I've, I've seen that. Not from me, you know, not from my mm-hmm. children. or But I do know from like some of my friends that may have had children from someone else, I could I have seen the, the struggle, you know, that power struggle thing of want, mm-hmm. not wanting to share their parent on either side, right? And feeling yeah. like the other child is coming as an intruder into their world and taking their mother or father's time and attention and affection. Mm-hmm. But again, sitting down and explaining to the child just because Johnny is here doesn't mean I love you less just because I'm spending time yeah. with Johnny too maybe because his mother's not in the picture or past or gone that yeah. you know maybe they need just a little bit more from me right now so mm-hmm. we just be patient and let's do things together as a family you know just children are so smart you know I think yeah. we really take too much from them and not allowing them to process and understand things and sitting down and just let you know hashing it out with them hear the voices yeah i agree with you on that and then just you know because i I feel like children can face that even in families where the mom is having more kids you know Mm -hmm. just just in general in their bio family the mom has more kids so it's, it's like you just have to make sure you're reassuring your children that you love them just as much that your love for them doesn't change because other kids have come into the household mm-hmm. and that your heart has just grown bigger. You know, right. uh, you know, being able to talk to kids and allow them also to express their feelings about it because a lot of parents don't let their kids talk. They don't no, let them say, I'm having a hard time adjusting to Jimmy and Jane being a part of the family now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm having a hard time now sharing my room or I'm having a hard time spending time with them and getting to know them. Like, so I think it has to be a gradual process, right? Like we can't Mm -hmm. just spring other kids onto our our children. We have to be able to, we have to have those conversations. That right there, what you just said, I just saw something like that on, I don't know if it was Dr. Phil, 
And the lady, the, the young girl said that. She was like, you're angry. Why are you so angry about this? She was like, because you just turned around one minute, you met this guy. And then a month, two months later, you talk about y'all getting married. Like you didn't even allow. And, and she just, you know, the, the mother got so defensive. Oh, you just don't want me to be happy. That wasn't it. She was trying mm-hmm. to say to you that you didn't allow me to even meet this person or to get to know them. You didn't even talk to me. Right. Yeah. And then you turned around and you pretty much took this man's word for everything. You up and she moved. And in listening to now the adult and I'm thinking this girl was 11 or 12 at the time. So they have a very extreme relationship now. And she's in her 20s. They don't talk. They don't get along. And she's telling her mother now, and I could, all I saw was the little girl talking to her, like, mommy, you didn't see me. You didn't yeah. hear me. You didn't love me enough to sit down and at least talk to me. So, you yeah. know, I really wish that we could do better by our children. I can't yeah. express that enough. Yeah. I mean, it makes so much sense. Like, why, why not talk to your children about what's happening in your love life? Mm-hmm. I think it's important. You know, not necessarily important that we that they need to meet the other person in their family very quickly. No, but definitely your child should know that you're dating. And then as you become closer to this person, your child should know that, hey, you know, mommy is thinking about getting married again. You know, let me tell you what that may look like. Let's talk about it. How does that make you feel? Mm -hmm. I want you to meet this guy or I want you to meet this woman and then allow them to meet them, allow them to form a relationship before moving in, allow them to meet their kids before moving in. All this stuff needs to be done beforehand so that you can see, because I'm a big, big believer, the way you treat my kids is going to make a very big difference in if I'm going to marry you or not. Mm-hmm. That is That's something right. that I really believe in. If you cannot treat my children as loving or just as loving as I treat my kids, or somewhere near that, near that, because I cannot marry you, I would not be able to marry you. You have to, and my children need to feel comfortable. And it's mm-hmm. not to say that kids have to say in who you marry, but you got to make sure that. They they're matter. getting along in some kind of way, you know, and their feelings are validated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they matter. Kids will let you know. They will let you know. Oh yes, honey. They might see things that you don't see. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. We kind of talked about identity confusion, where like the step parent may now the mom or I mean, the child may feel like their step parent is like they're getting attached to their step parent. Mm-hmm. And they may feel like, oh, my God, you know, this is my dad. I really love him. But how do I, and not compare the two, but how do I let my dad, my bio dad, you know, am I wrong for allowing this man, for loving this man, you know, as much as I love my bio dad? That mm-hmm. can be hard on kids, too. That's true. Even as an adult, like, I told you, I, I let you know before, I didn't meet my father until I was 15. But mm-hmm. my uncle was my dad to me, right? I love mm-hmm. him. And, you know, he passed. And as my father and I, my biological father and I got closer, I struggled with feeling like I was betraying my uncle because he'd mm-hmm. always been there. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. That was the man I told you that taught me, told me about my body and the changes we're going to go through and teaching me everything about me and, and becoming a young lady. 
And this man wasn't there. Like all of those important milestones, my uncle did. But here now I'm, I'm an adult and I'm building a relationship with him. Wow. You know, how do I, how do I split my emotions between these two people? So mm-hmm. I can only imagine how that must feel for children to have to go through. And I'm, I'm a whole adult mm-hmm. and I'm, I was struggling with it. So it can be hard. You know, emotions are hard. And in trying to figure them out and, and understand all avenues of them, of your emotions and what you're feeling can really put a strain on you. And especially if you don't have an outlet of someone that you can talk to, to work through them. Yeah, I agree. You know, all this is about is just communicating with your children mm-hmm. and helping yeah. them, helping them go get through these hard and tough emotions. Your child should be able to come to you and say, hey, mom, you know, I really love Miss stepmom over there, you know, and I really mm-hmm. enjoy spending time with her. And they should be able to say that without you feeling like, oh, my God, she's trying to take my child. No, she's not right. trying to take your child. Your child yeah. is developing feelings for this other person, which is natural. Mm-hmm. It's and natural. you should be happy. That, okay, yeah. me and her daddy didn't get it right, but he actually picked a good one. My child loves her. That is wonderful. That's how mm-hmm. you should feel. You know, yeah. at least, you I know, mean, if anything happened to you, she's going to be there to pick up the reins and take care of them because your child is that comfortable and loves her. That's what you yeah. should feel more about. Exactly. So I do want to talk about it on the other hand, right? I think that some bio parent can feel so in love with their new partner, right? Mm-hmm. That they don't recognize that their new partner may be hurting their bio child. Mm-hmm. So there's this case that happened years ago where this man, he married this woman. He got married to her. And I, I'm going to try to look up the story and post it with this show. But he married her and he ended up, he would work during the day. She had other kids and then she had his daughter. His daughter was living with them because I think it was a custody battle thing with the mom. Something was going on with the bio mom. So she lived with, his daughter lived with them. And when he would go to work, she would abuse the little girl. Mm-hmm. And she would physically abuse the little girl. She would also starve the little girl. But she would feed her oh kids, but would feed the little girl. She would do all kinds mm-hmm. of little things to this girl. And it's sad because the system failed her completely. The system took her. The fact, I think, got involved at one time because she reported that she was being abused. And mm-hmm. they ended up, what did they end up doing? They ended up taking her, but then they their investigation didn't find any findings or something. She ended up back with the, the dad. So things would go good for a little while, but then the mom would abuse her again. So mm-hmm. basically, long story short, the stepmom, long story short, the dad never did anything about it. He mm-hmm. never did anything about it. She It got so bad that she killed the little girl. Mm-hmm. She beat her to death. And the husband tried to help. He was supposed to call 911. He did not. I think I... I'm trying to remember if I remember this story when you said that. Go ahead. Probably, probably. I'm going to send you the story, but he did not call 911 for hours. Then he finally called 911, and they both ended up being arrested because, of course, her bruises were consistent with 
physical abuse and all this mm-hmm. other kind of stuff. Um, the stepmom got more time than him in jail because he was just more of a complicit person in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's still in prison now. But the reason why I'm saying it is that we have to make sure that we're being careful of who we choose to yeah. be the step parent to our children. And if we notice something or if our child is saying something, because that goes in the case of sexual abuse too, trigger warning for all of this episode, honestly, when it comes to abuse, physical and sexual, uh, but it goes for that too. We mm-hmm. don't listen. Some parents don't listen to their children as they're no. saying things to them. And then they are placed in these situations that now they have to deal with this. But because you're so in love, you're not paying attention. So you have to pay attention to what your children are saying. You have to pay attention to how this parent is treating your child. Mm -hmm. Because that is so important. Yes, it is. So very important. So... This has been an episode today, girl. Anything you want to say before we wrap up? (laughs) Probably the same thing I always say. Listen, our children are our future, right? And I was watching this movie on last night on Prime. It's like a show. I I watched the first half of it, like called The Wilds, and it's some some girls that that went down on a plane and then they're on an island somewhere. But the part two, which started I guess a couple months ago, is now showing the side of the boys that are also were on the plane and then there's one boy I guess his mother's part of this experiment and he meets her in the back on the island he says to her I may be a screwed up kid but you are a sociopath and a really fucked up adult because mm. the reason he said that is the fact that he said it she's putting these children through all of this you're the adult you're supposed to be protecting us helping us guiding us and instead you're doing all of this to these children and me what are you setting? What kind of examples are you setting? So mm-hmm. that's it. As adults, we got to be mindful of the examples we're setting for our children, protecting them, guiding them, all children, not just our own, but all children, as much all as we children. can. Mm, I agree with you on that, girl. I agree with you on that. Okay. <laughs> well, I hope you all have gained something from this episode today. Just remember to treat kids with love. Try to help guide them, listen to them. Don't mistreat them or abuse them or, you know, allow them to talk to you, especially when it comes to a new parent. And then you form have good relationships with the other parent as best as you can. Sometimes I know that can be difficult, but all it takes is healthy communication. Yes. Okay. Well, I hope you all have a good day. Thank y'all for joining us for Safe and Sensuality. (laughs) We appreciate it. And we are looking forward to speaking on Tuesday and discussing this some more. Thank y'all for joining Sex and Sensuality, the podcast where we speak with your dirty mind think. I hope you all have a good evening. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sex and Sensuality, the podcast. 